Jesse Aredia, and you're listening to Soul Care for the New Mom, a podcast designed with new moms in mind. For today's episode, I had the pleasure of chatting with Valerie Warner of Val Marie Paper about her new book, Grumpy Mom Takes a Holiday. Now, this book is incredibly powerful and filled with truths for moms, especially pertaining to the common struggles or even lies that we face as moms and how we are able to overcome them in Christ. Not only do we talk about these things, but we also talk a little bit about Val Marie Paper, which is her amazing company that sells beautiful prayer journals and provides so many other resources to help women grow in their relationship with God. Val is just so down to earth and has a ton of wisdom and encouragement to offer, especially when it comes to this busy season of motherhood. I know you're going to love hearing the things she has to share. But before we dive in, I want to take a minute to share a resource with you, my Moms in Pursuit online course that is designed for moms who want to experience and encounter more of God's presence in their everyday motherhood. Through seven modules, I walk you through creative and practical ways you are able to grow in your relationship with the Lord in this busy season of caring for little ones and what it looks like to do this from a place of freedom and grace. I am so passionate about these things, and I believe that the truths and tools offered through this course are able to change both your relationship with the Lord and the way you view everyday motherhood. I know they definitely changed these things for me. So if you've been struggling to connect with God in this busy season and are ready to see more of His presence and hear His voice more clearly, I would love for you to check out my Moms in Pursuit online course. Visit soulcarefortheneumom.com forward slash moms in pursuit, or click the link in the show notes of today's episode to learn learn more. All right, guys, without further ado, here is my conversation with Val. Hey, Val, thank you so much for being on the podcast today. I'm really excited about our chat. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I'm excited too. Yeah, I would love for you to start off just telling us a little bit about yourself, like who you are, what is your family like, and what does this season of life look like for you right now? Oh, yes. Um, I am Valerie Warner, and you can call me Val, Valerie, um, Valmarie sometimes. I, I'll get that too. Um, but I live in South Louisiana with my husband, Tyler. And we have two little girls. Vivi is five and a half, and Vanna is going to be three soon. And our season right now, um, Valmarie Paper, the company that I run, has grown so much. So that um, as they get older, and they're both in schools now, Um, I am working four days a week, um, for, you know, four or five hours and kind of just making, making that dream happen as well as writing books. So, yeah. 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 I love that. And I love hearing your story and just kind of looking at what your life looks like right now and how you're weaving prayer into it because you're in that next season of motherhood. Like my kids are still under the age of three. Yeah. Um, But I know that, you know, in just a few short years, you know, they'll be older. And I just love seeing how you're even incorporating prayer into your time with your kids. And I've just been, I've just been so inspired and I've just been watching it and I love it. It's so fun. Thank you so much. Yeah. It's been, it's funny. I, honestly haven't shared much as much as I probably should be sharing with moms about prayer and praying with your kids. Um, but it has become such a natural part of our life. Um, and I find myself actually praying more with kids than I did without kids just because 
the opportunities, whether it's like somebody gets hurt or somebody has a bad attitude or I need to cool off. Um, so it has been really unique to learn prayer. Um, you know, not just in a 20 minutes alone by myself in the morning, but like throughout the day. Mm, yes. And I, that really can change, I mean, the entire trajectory of your life by literally weaving prayer into your daily rhythm. And I just, I love how you're beginning to show other women and, and especially moms too, how they can begin to do that. So thank you for just kind of giving that. I know like through Instagram, you post a lot of stories that have started to show us more of that side. And that's been really neat. Um, and I also, I'm really excited about your book, Grumpy Mom Takes a Holiday. Um, I would love for you to share what's your heart behind this book? What was the backstory and who did you make this book for? Oh yeah. Um, okay. So I, I feel like this book was several years in the making and and it kind of started whenever I was pregnant with my first daughter and just, um, I just have a naturally melancholy personality. So, you know, little comments that people would make about not sleeping anymore or, you know, you're never going to get to go on a date with your husband. Um, I just got really sucked down by that pretty quickly. And I feel like I had to figure out how to do that, how to do motherhood differently. Cause I just knew that if that is what I focused on, um, or like for some people, it might just kind of be this underlying frustration for me, it would be like all I saw. And, um, I really just feel like the Lord gave me um, a need to like have to figure it out. And then he gave me the vision for like where my grumpy moments were coming from and um, just like how subtle they are in our world. And, you know, we live on earth and our citizenship is in heaven. Um, So the messages that we're receiving from the world feel very normal because we've only lived here, but they're not normal And, um, just Mm. like, I'm just really excited to help moms uncover and identify these lies that seem very innocent, but maybe are like the root or like the first step for like why we have grumpier moments, um, than we would like. And, um, just in the response that we've gotten so far, it's been very eye opening. And for even moms who think like, well, I didn't. I don't really think I'm that grumpy. Um, they're experiencing change and freedom in ways that they didn't expect. And it kind of just goes back to this whole, you know, we're living in the world and, um, this is a very long way to answer this question, but Romans 12, (laughs) two talks about like not conforming. And the message version Mm -hmm. says, don't become so well adjusted that you don't even realize it. And I think that's just what's happening. Mm -hmm. And when we're finally realizing it, we're just like, man, this is, I'm bummed that this has happened, but I'm really glad to realize this. So it's going to be a journey for moms, and I'm super, super excited about it. Yes, I am too. Um, And I love what you said about the, you know, these are subtle lies that we might not even really pick up on that we're believing. And and even like just how, you know, that verse, it says, you know, become well-adjusted. And it's, it's one of those things that's just so subtle. And so... And so discreet, um, what are some of these subtle lies or the things that we are believing that we don't even realize? I think like, and, and maybe lies, uh, I probably shouldn't call it lies as much as like, if we think of all the mom memes that you see on Facebook or, you know, social media, (laughs) 
or just the things that we talk about with moms when we have like five minutes, we don't really know somebody well. And we just want to, you know, like kind of like the equivalent of saying like, how's the weather or traffic's terrible. We talk about like, yeah, I got, you know, spit up on my clothes again, or my kids aren't sleeping or just these things that are like surface level parts of motherhood mm-hmm. that if, mm-hmm. if it's all we talk about, or if it's all, um, if it, if it's just like the overarching message, then it's, it's going to seep in and it's going to be like, why wouldn't we be grumpy if all of our motherhood is, you know, we can't control our kids. We can't control our emotions. We're at the mercy of all these different things, their bedtime, not being able to see our husband as much. Like we should be grumpy. That should be exactly who we are. If this is our, if is it, if this is our message. So, um, yeah. Does that answer yeah, the question? Yeah. No, no, I, <laughs> yes. And it, I definitely, I resonate with that because you're right. When you go on social media, it's almost all that you see. You just see, you know, the, oh, you know, I need my wine at the end of the yes. day or, you know, messy hair, mom bun all the time, which, you know, there's, there may be some truth to it, but that's right. not all that, that's not the whole story. There's so much grace and joy and just God throughout motherhood. Um, but that's not necessarily put at the front and center of what we see in culture. Um, I love how you're, you're okay. So your whole book title is grumpy mom takes a holiday, say goodbye to stressed, tired, and anxious and say hello to renewed joy and motherhood. And I would love for you to just dive into that idea of renewed joy. Like what yeah. are some specific ways God has been renewing joy in your daily motherhood these days. Oh man, it's been so cool because I have read the book like, you know, 10 times and I feel like every time I read it, I just get more and more joyful. And um, just mm-hmm. recently in the last few days, because I've been talking about it and thinking about Grumpy Mom so much the last month, I went to bed so grateful for my girls. And like, that sounds really, really basic, but I was almost in tears just thinking like, mm-hmm. I love that I get to play Play-Doh with them. And I love that I get to, you know, go, you know, it was really late. It was really late. And I like went and just laid next to my youngest and prayed for her. And I was just so grateful for that. And again, I know that sounds like so cliche, but I have spent a lot of my motherhood or, you know, in that early time and just off and on, you know, like Obviously, we go through, this is a daily choice that we have to make. Sometimes minute-by-minute choice that we have to make. So I still have my Mm -hmm. grumpy moments, um, but they don't control me as much. And um, I I feel like I'm just getting to experience a lot more joy doing mundane things that if I looked at what the world saw it as, I should be upset every time my kid spills milk. And I should post a picture about it on social media and just tell everybody (laughs) how hard my day is because there's milk everywhere. Um, But instead, I'm able to just say, like, my youngest is like, so sorry, mama, so sorry. I'm like, no, you're okay. This is not a big deal. It's just milk. You know, like, I'm able to, like, pour out this grace and show her a different Mm. response to, to when you make mistakes. And you know, like it's, it's spilled milk. Like that's not, she didn't intentionally do that. That was an accident. Um, but I have gotten mad at accidents before and, um, it's, it's just been, um, very different to experience motherhood like this. And I feel like my kids are getting a much happier mom and one that's more full of grace. And, um, it's weird because 
this message is not about like how to be a better mom for your kids. It's about how to mm-hmm. enjoy motherhood in your like just in your mind, renew your thoughts about motherhood, what motherhood actually is, but it is mm-hmm. making an impact on my kids. Like I never could have planned or strived for. Um, yes. Yeah. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And, and I'm wondering, do you think that this kind of shift in perspective or like this sort of transformation, did it happen kind of instantly as you chose to do it or did it kind of happen over time very gradually? Yeah. Um, it was definitely gradual. It, um, I think like what I love about this book is that identifying the lie in something that we maybe have never seen before is going to be a huge, huge first step. Like just Mm. the moms that I've talked to that have started reading who are, who feel like, Oh my gosh, I did not even realize like they'll start to see their days after reading a chapter and they're like, I didn't even notice this. And it, and it's kind of sad at first because you're just like, Oh, I don't want to be this mom. But then they're able to like move forward and like, make little changes. And what I say yeah. is that what I, I just love that this is not about changing or fixing motherhood. This is about changing mm-hmm. little moments where we can choose, where we could start to like the wheels can start turning and we think, I want to be grumpy about this right now, or this isn't fair. My kids are inconveniencing me. Um, I have a plan and it's not going the way I want. We have these thoughts that we want um, that are going to take us down a negative road and to be able to go hide in your closet, grab your book and say, what lie am I believing right now? And being able to say, this is the truth. I'm going to walk back out. And instead of like having a whole afternoon ruined by like something that you got upset about, it could be like a minute and you're over it and not over it. Like everything's perfect, but you're able to like think differently about it. And I think when we start stringing along, uh, stringing together enough of these moments, we're going to see like such a radical change. Um, but it's literally just little tiny moments. Um, and the more I learn yes. about habits and just how like it's the the biggest thing that you can do to make a change in something is to just first create the consistency of it and the opportunities. It's not about time. It's about how often you do it within that time. I think that's why this can be so powerful is because mm. we have tons of opportunities to get grumpy during the day, like tons. <laughs> and when we keep choosing to renew our mind, it's going to change our brain and it's going to change the way we react. Yes. And and I love what you're saying about how you don't have to do it perfectly 100% of the right. time. And that there's grace and it's a gradual transformation that you just choose little by little. And, and it really adds up. And I just, I think that this is a message that women need to hear because in our culture and just, you know, just our natural tendencies for a lot of us is to cling to this idea of I'm going to be a perfect mom or I'm going to always do this and never do that. And it doesn't always work out that way. Um, and and I, just, I just love the truth that you're communicating. Yes. It is so defeating. You're right. Um, yes. So thank you for sharing that. Um, what did you learn about your faith and about God while you were in the process of writing Grumpy Mom? I think, I think I just realized that he is so much more gracious to us um, than we maybe realize. And so many of the things that we experience and feel like, how did God let this happen? Or why is this, you know, so hard are actually not, it's not God making our life hard. It's 
it's us choosing to see it that way, or we're, we're just choosing to walk through it a certain way. Um, I know that like just the abundance that God has for us in motherhood, he's telling us the way to experience that in his word. Um, and, and not like specifically motherhood. He doesn't have like a book in the Bible that says like, here moms, here's how to be live abundantly, (laughs) but there's so much scripture. And that's why we include so much, so much scripture in the book, but he's basically telling us like, listen, I have this amazing life for you. It's not perfect. It's not going to be, um, without bumps, but it's going to be good because I'm going to be walking through you with it. And I feel like we just, we just miss out on so much of that. And it's not because we have a mean God. It's because we just were, we're unaware or, um, choosing to, to not see what he's calling, how he's calling us to, to walk through that. Mm, yeah. Yeah. No, I, that's so good. That is so good. And how, how did writing this book differ from your work with Valmarie Paper? And for those who are listening who aren't familiar, you have created this whole company. And I feel like a lot of it, maybe all of it, is based around this concept of just weaving prayer into your life and diving into prayer. And, and I just, I think that this is a beautiful, beautiful resource. So many good tools and resources for moms and women and just everybody in general. And I would love to know, like, what, how did writing Grumpy Mom differ from what you've done before? Um, yeah, it was, it was a different process. I think like, and I might answer this differently than you're thinking, but, um, like practically it was different because I was working with a publisher and I had to release control. So like with Valmarie mm-hmm. paper, I'm a hundred percent owner. I make the, whatever I want, I make happen and I get to choose it. And I remember whenever I had talked to the publisher about possibly writing the book, I remember just thinking, I don't know if I can handle traditional publishing. Like there's so many things outside my control. And, um, I read the verse about God, God springing up something new in you. And I felt like God was telling me like, you need to do this because you need to learn to relinquish control and you need to learn patience. Like it takes mm-hmm. two to three years to put a book out compared to whenever I self-published um, the finishing school or I do a collection. It's like six months. Um, so it was just a very um, different process in that way. It taught me a lot just um, about working with other people and like just relaxing a little bit. Um, as funny <laughs> as that sounds, but Yeah. <laughs> well, that that sounds like a good thing to learn. I think we all could use some <laughs> lessons in how to let go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, um, tell me a little bit about what's coming up in Valmarie Paper. Um, what what new resources have you been coming out with or working on uh, that you have to offer? Yeah, we actually just came out with a prayer course in January, and um, mm-hmm. that was something really like probably for a couple years, we had thought about a course and it was like, no, we don't want to just do a course because it's trendy right now. Um, but we ended up feeling like we had a message that we just had to get out in this format. And I'm sure you have like feel that way about yours. You just feel like this is just, um, what God is, this isn't about just putting something out there because I feel like it would be a smart business move, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, and we 
we created it to go through in community um, and just learn more about prayer. Wherever people get stuck, when they pick up a prayer journal and they feel stuck because they don't have the confidence to pray or they don't know how to be consistent, like this prayer course kind of like answers that part of um, helping somebody pray more consistently. Um, And honestly, we have no plans for the last six months of the year besides our like just coming out with our regular collection and everything. Um, no plans for anything new. Cause this book has taken, um, you know, it's just taken a lot of energy this first six months and we really want to like make sure that we're not burning out and like, um, just balancing our seasons very well. Um, yeah. but we, we yeah. do have a, um, another book that we're thinking about. So That'll be oh yeah, really yeah. interesting. <laughs> I'm um, looking forward to hearing about that. That's so cool. Um, I I do love that you came out with a course specifically on prayer because you're right. I think that I think that it can be a little bit maybe I wouldn't say challenging. I mean, it could be challenging, but maybe just a little bit confusing. Just knowing what to pray for, how to pray, how do I stick with a consistent prayer life. Um, and I'm wondering what encouragement do you have to give to the mom who's listening today and is maybe struggling with prayer or is kind of trying to figure out what prayer looks like for her? Yeah, I think that one of the biggest ways that we could like back, like work backwards into prayer is just making sure that, um, especially as new moms, like you know that you're needy. Like there, that's not a question. Um, but I guess it's (laughs) knowing like, where do we go with that? If, if I'm as needy as I feel, I have to know Mm -hmm. that God is the source is the one who's going to make the difference. And, um, Mm -hmm. I always say like, if we knew that prayer made a difference and like, if we knew that it would change our hearts and our circumstances, then prayer would be our first response instead of us kind of making it a last resort of, okay, well now the only thing we could do is pray, you know, like, um, Mm -hmm. we can have that mindset with a lot of things. So I think just knowing how dependent we are, that that need, like, let that need be a signal to you to pray. Um, like just a very real trigger in our, in our days, like, oh my gosh, I'm not going to get through this evening, this witching hour, or, you know, like our babies were always, very crazy for like three hours at night. Um, if mm. that can just trigger in us, like, I know I can't do this by myself. And it's not necessarily that I need to call a friend or even ask my husband, which those are very good practical things that I feel like God wants us to do. But knowing ultimately I need to go to God about this. Um, and I think I, I just heard a, st- a, a stat the other day that 12 minutes of prayer a day for eight weeks changes our brain so much that it can be measured on a brain scan. Um, wow. And that's like just crazy. Like prayer can change our thinking, how we see life. And that's kind of like everything we just talked about with um, motherhood and renewing our minds in truth. Like prayer can be the foundation for that. And that is actually why we came out with the prayer course before the book, because we wanted to help moms get that foundation and then go with the book. We even made it like a pre-order incentive bonus to like get a discount for the course because Mm -hmm. we do just feel like that could be such a solid foundation to just be so rooted in prayer as we go through these changes. And, um, and honestly, I think moms are going to see way more 
change than I like than has anything to do with the words on the page, you know, um, just because of what the Lord can do. Yes. Yeah. I'm wondering, was there a certain point in your own journey where you kind of had that shift from trying to figure everything out on your own to realizing your dependence on God and then growing in prayer as a result? Like, did that, was that a certain, was there like a point that you can remember where that started to happen? Um, I think it, I feel like it's been like a shift over the last year and it's almost come as I've experienced more moments of like awe and wonder of God. Um, and like we used to go to the zoo a lot and I didn't love it at first. Um, but when we started going, I would start just like spending time looking at these animals and like we, I would ask girls cause I'm, you know, I want them to see God in the world. So I'm like, look at that giraffe. Like, isn't that a crazy tongue? Or like, look how God made this part on the animal. And like, you just see stuff and you're just like, man, like God made all this. And there was something that just made, like I started making God bigger in my mind. And I think when you do that, it kind of forces you a little bit to realize like, like how much you, like you can't, he's the big elephant in the room. Like you can't get around him basically (laughs) when you start to see him as big as he really is. And I think, um, I have a friend who's coming out with a book on adoration, um, Sarah Haggerty. If you follow her Instagram, she posts about different characteristics of God all the time. And mm-hmm. it is so good because you're just like, he is so multifaceted. We'll never completely know him here on earth. So there is always something new we can learn about him. That is like mm-hmm. so powerful to think about. Um, so the bigger God gets, I think the more I, I grow dependent on him. And honestly, motherhood has tested me mainly with my second. I will say my first was really good. I probably was way more prideful <laughs> than I needed to be about her. I thought I like birthed and like trained up the most per- perfect child. And um, she'll have her own issues with like people pleasing and stuff like that. But she is like my rule follower. My second came along and that was probably, that probably broke my pride a little bit and my dependence on the Lord too. That was probably all happening around the same time. But um, I would definitely say that just that the more mistakes I make, the more I see how much I need God. And then the more I put my heart and my mind on him and this awe and wonder, the more I know he is the one that I need to come to when I feel like a mess. Mm, yeah. Isn't it just, oh, it's just so amazing how even our mistakes can be used to bring yes. us back to him. Like, yes. Yes. Oh, that's so beautiful. And and especially true. And I mean, I know for me it's especially true in motherhood, because I I think that, you know, I had this idea in my head of what kind of mom I wanted to be. You know, I wanted to be always kind and super patient and have everything put together. And and it it's not like that at all. It's it's hard. And every day it's me having to die to myself and my own mm-hmm. desires and and realizing how God wants to use me to love my kids and to raise them up. And um and it's just I know that this can be this can be a challenging time, but also a very fruitful time. And I know that that's definitely the case for you as well. And um, we can just see it through just how God is using you to um, make these resources and to write Grumpy Mom and to just to offer encouragement to women who are in this season of wanting to grow with God um, and needing to learn that dependence. So I'm coming back to just thank you for creating something oh, well. like this because um, it's just such a great resource. Um, 
and definitely something that we can learn a lot from. Uh, where can listeners find you online? Um, I am at Val Warner on Instagram and it's W O E. Um, and then online at my website is it's either Val Marie paper, or you can go to Valerie Warner and find all the book and journals and podcast stuff too. I love it. Tell me real quick. Do you have a new, um, when do your journaling, um, your prayer journals come out? We have, we have a collection that's available right now, but we have new, um, basically like an updated cover and new design for the year that comes out in September. Um, and then okay. our yearly journals, we start pre-ordering in August. Um, and then we get those to everybody before the new year starts. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, I mean, just what a fun way to start off the new year, <laughs> just having a clear strategy and like a beautiful book to help you and guide you and, and, um, and just a way to hold yourself accountable, um, and keep you in prayer. I just, I, I love the, I love the design that you come up with and I love all the prompts that you have too, because I think that you cover categories. I think category mm. sounds like such a sterile word, but yeah. you cover topics of prayer that I think that a lot of us might not even think about. And that's so important. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm pretty sure I barely prayed for our world or nation before. And it was, it was an intentional decision and put that first because I will always choose to pray for myself um, mm. before anything else. So that was just a visual, like we're putting this first because we're starting at uh, just the biggest globalist level we can. And then we'll work down to our own needs, but yeah, I'm glad, I'm glad yeah, that resonated. That's so great. Yes. Yes, it does. Um, well, thank you so much for just taking the time to, to share your heart behind, um, your book and to share more of your journey with us. I really appreciate it. And I know that our listeners are really going to be encouraged and, um, and just eager to to dive in and to learn more about finding joy in motherhood. Um, so thank you. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Hey friends, if you haven't already, it would mean so much to me if you'd leave a review for this podcast on iTunes or in your Apple podcast app. Getting more reviews and ratings helps Soul Care for the New Mom get more exposure, which means more moms listening and more moms being filled with gospel truths and encouragement for their motherhood journey. I definitely want to see Soul Care continue to grow, and you can help with that with your review. Plus, I love hearing your feedback and getting an idea of what this podcast has meant to you. So when you get a chance, please be sure to do that. That would truly bless me today.